Hey, welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Mel. I'm Katie. And we're your hosts this week. We watched Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, directed by Jake Kasdan and released in 2017. The plot of Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle goes like this. Four teenagers are sucked into a magical video game and the only way they can escape is to work together to finish it. And um, as, as we have been doing, we'll do a quick spoiler-free section on Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. So Katie, should people see this movie? What, should people see Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you would. It's there. It's a movie. People put money into it. And now it's making lots of money. I just don't know why you would bother to go see this movie. It's not really adding anything to the world, apart from some entertaining bits from The Rock. I laughed a couple of times, but that's about it. I didn't really, it didn't have much of an effect on me. I literally am trying to remember mm. stuff that happened in that movie. Oh, I thought that Bobby Cannavale was really hot in that movie. Um, like distractingly hot as the bad guy. It, there were all these bugs though and it was creeping me out. That's right. Yeah, so well, I've also watched two movies since then, one of which was the original Jumanji. But I was in a sort of different position. I'd obviously watched the original Jumanji as a kid, as most people of our age did. And was like quite scared by it when I first saw it. Although I watched it last night and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. But I can understand why it was. There's things that when you're a kid and you haven't seen very many movies that are quite scary, like yeah. bugs and things that jump out at you. But to me, they're like, I don't know, good scary. They're fun scares. Yeah. And it's a, it's about, um anyway, it's a family-oriented drama. But I had a lot of fun with this and I thought it was different enough and diverting enough to be quite a lot of fun. Like I would say go and see it. I think it's a really good sort of – family summer slash winter depending on where you are movie like it's a, just a it's diverting two diverting hours of entertainment it features the rock and kevin hart and jack black being quite funny the the way they've updated it to be about a video game rather than a board game i think worked really well and they actually interrogated the gaminess of it a bit more i don't know i just think it was fun and silly and i'm i would be happy to recommend it, it although i don't think it's a great piece of art I don't know. I just, I think some of the stuff, like, I have trouble seeing it as a very family-friendly movie, um, which everybody said it's a family movie and it's doing well with kids and stuff, but there are bits in it that I definitely wouldn't have wanted young kids to see, but it doesn't seem to be for, like, middle-aged kids either, um, middle years. Middle grade, yeah. Middle grade kids either. Like, the kids in this movie are teenagers, Mm. And they act like teenagers. And then you mostly got adults playing teenagers for most of the movie. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is not all that different from a lot of Hollywood movies. But it's not got that kind of, like, family-friendly vibe that Jumanji, the original Jumanji it's has. Not, the original Jumanji, despite the fact that both of those kids are, are actually, like, 12 and 13, is very much like a kids aimed at kids and families like well it, but the young thing is kids. It, it's not and just yeah it can like it's more of a movie that can be enjoyed by a wide mm. range of ages i think jumanji like for ki in kids ages like from little kids to like teenagers yeah. can all enjoy jumanji and there's something in it for all of them and this one, this is, one is really not like that. it's very much aimed at teenagers um um and enough. i just so i just to me it wasn't it doesn't hold as much appeal as the original not for nostalgia value, but just because, like, I, it doesn't seem to have as wide a range of ages that it's appealing. Like, it's really narrow in its focus to me. Yeah, okay. Um, and that was a bit less enjoyable. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I do think um, – I did enjoy – I liked, real, like, bits of it. 
I thought yeah. were good. But a lot of it, I was just like, oh, can we get to the next bit, please? I, I do think they um they tried to distance themselves from the original, which I think is the smart move. Like they they reference it a couple of times, but they re- it's really a very different sort of a movie. But it will get in it gets in people our age, you know, people who are in their twenties and thirties now who saw it when they were kids. But it doesn't I just don't. There's not a lot of a, in, appeal in it for our age. I don't think. It feels, uh, to me, it's quite appealing. Yes, I like The Rock, but to me, it feels very teenagery, mm. like very narrow in focus. Like the jokes are very much aimed at teenagers and mm. things that teenagers would find cool or funny and their experiences and things as written by older people. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's my, I just didn't like, I did like some of it and I laughed at some of it, but to me, it just doesn't add enough to be worth a lot of time. Okay. Um, we'll move into the spoiler section now, although like if you've ever seen a movie, basically you can figure out how this goes from the plot description. But if, if you don't want to be spoiled and given that we're seeing it a whole month after its original release, you've probably seen it before us. Um, but if you don't, uh, stop now and come back when you have. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like I said, I just feel like this is very kind of teen focused. Um, the funniest bits of the movie to me were things that like, kind of broke through a little bit and broke out of the mold that this was trying to fit in. Mm. The Jack Black, Jack Black penis jokes just killed me. They were hilarious. Um, Jack Black is, of course, playing a teenage girl in this. Yeah. Like a teenage girl has chosen his character in the game to play. I want to see a screenshot of that original screen that had the names on it because right. I could have sworn it didn't say Shelley Oberon on it. It did. Yeah, did it? it? definitely did. I and feel it, like then I it must have misread it. Whatever it is, scientist, curvy scientist. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely it said curvy said doc- for, no, it said curvy for um, Ruby Roundhouse, but it didn't say that for her. No. It, for no, Shelley. No, it did. Did it? Yeah. What it said, it said Professor Shelley, whatever the last name is, and then curvy scientist, whereas Ruby Roundhouse was, it said killer of men. Which is why the redheaded girl went, yeah, sure, I'm going for that one. Could have sworn it said curvy on hers as well. No, no, just on. I just, I think I must have gotten mixed up, but I could have sworn it said something else. I was really confused for a little while. Mm. But yeah, it, it's, she also was the last one to pick, so it wouldn't, didn't re- even really matter. Mm. <laughs> like it could have just been anybody. No, I think Ruby Roundhouse was the last one to pick. No, she wasn't. Yeah. Martha, they, they had to convince her to play last. She picked last. Yeah, so that's Martha. They had to pick. She was the last one to pick. You were she saying- wasn't Ruby Roundhouse. Martha was Shelley. Martha was Jack Black. No. Yes, Martha Beth was Jack. Go. Li- have you literally forgotten them? Go and look it up. Oh, God, you're right. I've got the names mixed up. Yeah. See, oh, this is the thing. I saw this movie last night and I can't remember it. <laughs> I yeah. really can't. Like, I'm struggling so hard um, with, like, I just didn't care okay they just said the names a lot i know but i just because i think partly because the character you don't see Mm. like the real people when they're the other people so it's harder for me with that yeah okay (laughs) like i i did find there were things about that conceit that i found quite annoying like we have two girls in the team to start with and there's only one girl on the team but that said Jack Black is so funny. Yeah, he is. Because, like, I don't know, he's not doing the Jack Black shtick because he's playing a teenage girl, so he's really got to, like, work at it. Mm. And he's really funny because of it. And or, because Jack Black is around, it kind of tamps down, like, Kevin Hart isn't quite, there's not quite so much I extra. I was so irritated with him. But that's not really his fault. His character was garbage. Fridge has no, um, he doesn't grow. The, the movie seems to imply that he does, but he doesn't. 
he doesn't really like have an arc. He just kind of is a jerk a lot, and then his friend forgives him anyway because he makes a nice speech that doesn't feel very. But he call like he's he he comes around. He calls the last play. He like comes up with the strategy for them to he work does, together. But he doesn't like none of that is actually making up for the horrible things he did. This is the thing that gets me out of this movie. There's no resolution to 90% of the stuff that they've set up. Fridge is still a jerk and he's he never takes any responsibility for the fact that he made his ex, like he was a jerk to his friend and made him do his homework for him. Mm. He never takes responsibility for that. He Th- that's ne- he true, yeah. He never, there's no resolution for these storylines that they've set up at the beginning of the film for that sort of thing. Not even really Martha gets it. She just gets a cute boy to like her. Mm. Like, she doesn't grow in confidence outside of the... We don't see her grow in confidence outside of the Jumanji world. Mm. Like, we don't see her get confidence. We only see Nat Wolf's Wolf's brother, (laughs) his character, get confidence afterwards. Mm. It doesn't doesn't resolve the things that it's set up to do. Which one was Nat Wolf's brother? The main one. The one who played The Rock. I want to say Cecil, but that's not his name. Spencer? There you go. Right. The one who was played by The Rock, yes. Yes, The Rock. The the Rock's human real counterpart. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's so accurate but the rock is he's playing a computer character yeah, yeah. like he's not playing a real person but yeah the I rock's know. real person counterpart gets confident but she doesn't and it felt very much like the storylines for the girls were written by again adult men who don't know teenage girls mm. oh, but who mean, just observe the- them a lot of this movie smacked of lines written by adults who don't spend a lot of time with teenagers. Yeah. Um, um, but I, I just, I'm sad that you didn't like it. I didn't I just hate it. Just fun. Didn't, I didn't really have lots of fun. I did actually think Karen Gillan was better than I thought yeah, she would be. I was when she did the flirting and things like that was quite yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, without being like over the top annoying funny. Um, which is what I, I found Kevin Hart very annoying. But again, I don't think it's really the movie didn't play to his strengths. Also, he and the guy who plays the real fridge are so different, mm. and neither of them is trying to impersonate the other at all. So it doesn't feel like it's the same person. No, it just no. feels like Kevin Hart is playing Kevin Hart, right? Whereas um, the Rock's character actually he actually feels like he's playing that teenage boy quite well. Yeah, I mean through the Rock, but yes, like you can definitely feel that in certain moments. Yeah, but you can't. You definitely you can't see the fridge until the end when he start. He's like, I know football. I'm like, oh right, that's right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, He was the worst character for me because they just didn't try. Like, I get why they wanted Kevin Hart because he and The Rock clearly have this thing going on. But, and I I thought that because it was less of him, I was less annoyed at him than I have been in other things. But I liked him in Central Intelligence. Mm, And they could have just um, gotten an actor, like, they, they could have just gotten a kid who could do a Kevin Hart impression. Yeah, yeah. To be Fridge. Like, Mm. So that it would be less – it's just Weird. such an awkward – like, mm. they're, they're not alike yeah. at all. Well, Whereas Karen three, Gillan's very clearly trying to yeah. channel this girl who's, the like, other, awkward and nervous. All the other three are. All yes. the other three are definitely doing that. Um, Karen Gillan, I think, does a really good job. Like, a really good job. I was surprised. And, like, her accent was perfect mm. and, like, uh, she was really fun. I would have liked if they let her, like, wear her shirt for a bit longer. <laughs> Poor thing was, like, stuck in this horrible outfit that is would be ridiculous in <laughs> – any context yeah i mean i know what they were doing it just still annoys me yeah yeah Um, like they could have she could have put the shirt on a lot earlier and left it on a lot longer yeah jack black interacting with nick jonas was hilarious to me yeah yeah that stuff was really really good Mm -hmm. um yeah but the thing is the nick jonas surprise is not a surprise to anybody who's seen jumanji like and well the nick jonas bit is also kind of um he was quite good i 
He's I don't funny. know. Like, he was not a great actor, but he sort of was able to cope in the company he was in. I think he's not a great actor. You should watch him in Les Mis. He's even worse at doing, like... I can't remember him in Les Mis. He, he wasn't in the movie. Oh, he right. Was in the, um, he played um, Marius in the 25th anniversary concert. 15th? 25th anniversary concert. Right. And um, it's just such bad casting. There you go. Um, yeah, he cannot like, do Broadway like, he's no, singing. Yeah, like, he's no great actor, but he's kind of cute. And he... Like, I don't know. I feel like Jack Black carries those interactions, but he does. Yeah. yeah. But Nick Jonas plays along amiably enough, mm. and um, they never play it as like gay humor laughs kind of thing. Mm. Um, except for when um, Shelley has a, a erection in response, which is mm. just yeah. The penis jokes are very funny. Well, yes, they are funny. Although, like they got they got the biggest laughs. Mm. But again, it's very much like what a how a man would imagine somebody who got a penis for the first time would feel. Yeah, it is, but also it's it's just like the I like her lack of embarrassment over it, Mm-mm. like because it's so not her body that yeah, she yeah. just She's doesn't just like, have oh, any kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's always, it's just like oh my gosh, this is so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that was, was really well, like that was a, where a lot of the humor came yeah, from, and where she just doesn't have any kind of embarrassment yeah. over these things that are happening to her. Is and really as good. is yeah, even even though like and as is kind of typical in the rocks movies the humor is not mean spirited mm. um and even though like she goes into the body of someone who's much fatter than her. We don't get a whole heap of fat jokes, for example. She's just like, oh, this is my body now and this is what I can well, do. Well, she does a few there's, in the beginning. There's like maybe one or two. Like there's not a lot of that stuff. Mm. Like y- you you could imagine I- I've seen it handled a lot less well, put it that way. Yes, it like, could I, have been I, handled are, worse, but it also could have been handled better. Right, and there's a little little nod of those kind of jokes, but by and large things are not mean-spirited at it all. It would have been really interesting to see how – like that lack of having her own body frees her and makes mm. her able to express who she is on the inside more. But we don't really get that storyline either. We kind of do, but really it's more about her, like m- like Martha teaching her how to be nicer. Developing and, empathy, yeah. Yeah, but it's not – it would have been interesting to see that. Mm. It would have just been interesting to see anything develop more instead of the really – not very well done romance stuff between The Rock and Karen Gillan. Well, I'd see, I that was kind of funny because it was occasionally funny, but a lot of the time it was just more of like I was like, well, oh. it, it was a bit awkward. But I they kind of leaned into it, like by the way they made they did that really stupid kiss because mm. you kind of you at this point you're going, wow, there's a pretty big age gap there, and also like it just it there's no real like chemistry between the actors. They do go in instead of like going in for a real kiss, they go in for a terrible kiss, which mm. gets a laugh. And so it's almost like they know that the romance plot is not right, but they just so they right, kind of like they're trying to play it as the romance is between the real people and not the yeah, yeah, yeah. avatars kind of thing, which is fine, but it makes it really just boring to watch a lot of the time. And that's what I mean. Like, I would rather have seen them actually develop these ideas that they have instead of throwing in because every time that there was a big transition moment for a character like when nick jonas was too scared to pick a plane and stuff Mm, mm. the things that they say to him don't connect in any inspiring way to change (laughs) his mind and that's the same thing when um when the rock goes to fridge for advice in the final thing and he just parrots a bunch of stuff he's already heard and there's nothing inspirational or genuine in it and he goes thanks you're a good friend and i'm like based on what (laughs) he didn't do anything like, this is the stuff that I just, for me, it was very frustrating because 
the original Jumanji does set up things and follow through with them, right? Mm. At least. Like, that's really basic filmmaking to me. It's like, this is not a great movie, but they could at least set up these very narrow tropes of characters and then follow through on what they promise. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Like, the only person that gets that is The Rock, Mm. really. The only person who gets that is the POV character. And basically all he gets is more confidence to kiss girls. Mm. That's it. That's all he gets. And Mm. his friend back for no reason. Yeah, okay. That was, to me, that's how, so that was why I just sort of went, eh. At the the end of it, I felt very, eh. Mm. Like, there's more emotional weight in them seeing Alex outside and it's Colin Hanks yeah. than anything else. Yeah, you know? that, was, that was a good scene. Yes, exactly. That was a great scene. That has more emotional weight and we don't meet him till two-thirds of the way, no, half of the way into the movie. Mm. Well, and we don't meet him in that form either. Like he's, um, we meet him as Nick Jonas, we don't meet him as Colin Hanks. He turns yeah. up for two minutes as Colin Hanks. Well, we saw him We're as like, this Aw. kid who isn't Colin Hanks no. get sucked into the game, mm. which... Already it kind of lost me at the fact that Jumanji just turned itself into a video game. See, I thought that was great. Uh, I liked just, that. I would have liked some kind of, like, because the original movie doesn't imply that Jumanji can just, like, shapeshift. Shapeshift or magic up whatever it wants. Like, there's no even, I thought that he would be like a video game whiz and turn it into a video mm. game. Or, like, you know, scan it into a computer or something. Some kind of yeah, I mean, I think they just had to. I don't know. I thought that was kind of fun that, no. the way they did that. And okay, like, <laughs> I just and was I think, like, oh, whatever. Uh, the, I don't know retro gaming stuff is very cool, and people, you know, are quite into it. Again, yeah, that's, that's paying got up to nothing the nostalgia. To do with the plot of the movie. Fact, it's playing to the nostalgia of the people who watched the original. Yes, but that I that's not got anything to do with the game turning itself into a video game. Yeah, I don't have just, a problem with. I didn't. I just didn't have a problem with that. Mm. I don't know the game is. I don't know fairly um, smart. I guess. I guess. But it's also with, like, if it can just turn itself into anything, it could just turn itself into, like, a world around them VR style. That's the next one, That's probably. That's the next one, I'd But, yeah, say. it could just do that in the 90s. if it Like, it could just become Jumanji around everybody all the time mm, instead of drawing people. Like, there's no – if well, it no, can I do mean, that, it, there's the no limits to it. wants people to play it, but it needs to, like, draw them in through whatever medium that they want to be drawn in through. That's only something that's implied in this movie, right. and then it oh, just yeah, magically gotta, turns itself into something else. P- part of the, I mean, and then the part of kid is dumb d- enough to look at this box that he's already looked in. Go, oh, there's something in here that's totally different to what's before. What was before? I'll just put it in my game player. Like, it's it requires it's such a cheap fix for a problem the movie has that I just was put offside immediately. They didn't put any effort into doing that. I, I okay. That's what I feel like with the whole movie. They didn't put any effort into it. They just pumped it out to make, like, cheap laughs. Yeah. I mean, it, I you kind of got – it does throw out a lot of the continuity of the – like, almost all of the continuity, I think, of the first one. Not the continuity, the, um, like, a lot of the rules of the universe that sets up. If it did that in a way that was entertaining to me, I wouldn't mind. Okay. I don't mind if they change things. That's not my issue. My issue is that it's just – they had they've written themselves into a corner instead of writing their way out of it they went eh, it can just turn itself into a video game and this dumbass is going to put it in his right in so his I, the th- nintendo thing is the reason i liked this one is because they actually went into the game like in the uh, in the original but they like they do that without it without 
it like while writing it in a way that is interesting and and that has some sort of internal logic. Right, but I did I didn't have the same problems you have with it. I like that they went into a video. I like that we ha- we absolutely separate from the world and go into another world. I think that worked really well for it. Watch rewatching the old one again, like the whole the world kind of destroys their world, which is, mm. you know, that I mean that works for them, but I also kind of like the the idea of being in a game space where there are particular rules that apply and there's a way the world works. I I liked that aspect. I kind of did too. I think it could have taken a – that's not my problem. But I think it could have taken a leaf out of Screen's book and more um, – in more detail laid out what the rules of the game were and what tropes were happening as they happened. Right. I sort of thought they did that reasonably well. Well, they, did, they do let it off a little bit towards the end. Yeah, because they skip a lot of that when you could do like – there's a clear level. You know those levels like the um, – Lion King had one where you had to escape a stampede and you had to move from side to side and and that's clearly what the helicopter level is, right? Right. You have to do that's like it's a chase level and things like mm-hmm. that. So if he had just like gone through like if they had been kind of going through all that, it would have been a little more meta and a little bit more bit more aware of itself and interesting to me. Right. But they throw all that out for dumb jokes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like that's what really bothers me about this movie. If feels very lazy to me mm. and that's what really it's it's very lazy writing they set things up they don't follow through with them they have a problem they just skip writing around it and just go this is the easiest thing so we'll just do that <laughs> it they don't try to do something interesting and i feel like a lot of the f- stuff that was funny was based on like maybe even ad-libbing or like good acting or funny mm. acting or something rather than the writing. I, well, I think a lot good. of the appeal probably is in the comedic acting. Mm. I, and everybody sort of gets their moment as well. The rock going, don't cry. <laughs> and everybody's like, wow, that's a man. And he's like, don't cry. That yeah. was great. Like, But a lot of that is ba- – it really is kind of dependent on their charisma and their humour and stuff. Yeah. And like Karen Gillan dance fighting the guards. Yes. The seduction lessons from um, Jack but Black's character. Actually watching those two interact – like watching the girls interact was really good. Mm. Um, they worked strangely well together, Jack Black and Karen Gillan. Yeah. Um, and you really kind of I, – I would have liked to have seen them learn more from each other and stuff. Mm. They they did it briefly, but it was – they were really fun together, more mm. fun than The Rock and Karen Gillan together and more fun than anybody with Kevin Hart in that movie. <laughs> he just was boring, man. He just didn't <laughs> like – I didn't find him funny. Hmm. I found him irritating and it, it he's doing his shtick but is this character who doesn't do his shtick so it's strange. Yeah. Well, that's right. It was he's, funny he's, when the cake exploded him. That was funny. <laughs> um and yeah and he's yes and he's the one doing the least acting of the leads. All the yeah. others are, are really genuinely trying to be their their characters. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah, but yeah. also like learning the skills that doing, they have in this world. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a couple of different things. I like the the um, fourth person, I think, bit. When when he says, you're referring to yourself as the third person. In the third person, yeah. yeah. Oh, fourth, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was funny to me. Yeah, yeah. That was like one of the only jokes in the movie that was kind of clever. Yeah. Also, um, Spencer, right, yeah. idolizes Martha for being mean to a teacher. Yeah, it was a little odd because she was like, we see Martha being like condescending and annoying to a teacher. Yeah. Like, she's not. Like she thinks she's so smart and she's being condescending about PE and it's some 
What's her name? Missy Pyle? Yeah, playing Missy the Pyle. PE teacher. And that's actually like a very, you know, adult written scene. But it is – it's also like a weird – it's a weird crush moment, put it that way. Yeah, It's because it's he's such a good boy and he's not used to getting in trouble and he would never say something disrespectful to the teachers like that. Yeah, but he calls her a badass for it. And you're like, yeah. But she was just being rude. She was being mean. <laughs> like, yeah. She was, well, no, she was not – I don't think she was being mean because I don't think it's intentional. I think meanness is – she was being rude though. Yeah, she was being, extremely like, rude. She wasn't thinking about the teacher's feelings when she said, no. oh, I don't want to waste my life being a gym teacher. Yeah. To a gym teacher, that's just – cruel yeah she's but un- unthinking like, and unthinkingly like, cruel but, yes. and then it's that teenage entitlement of like yeah. what matters to me is what matters and what does she learn in the movie what nothing to use her weakness but that's in How the, to dance in the game yeah. like she uses her weakness to win in the game yeah it also would have been nice to have more of Bobby Cannavale through the movie as like a threat in the distance kind of thing because yeah. you kind of forget that he's in the movie until he shows up again yeah yeah he could, and they, there's a pa- there's a couple of moments when I just thought they were going to reveal him, yeah, and they didn't. Yeah. Strange, but I, they kind of had to get him out of the way to do anything. Like I said, it just sets these things up without following through on them. Really, mm. I like the interactions with NPCs when oh, like Reese Darby, <laughs> yeah, like Reese Darby and the girl in the village. Yeah, yeah, it's like they don't respond to Th- certain that, things. That was part of the thing I really liked about the. They really were in a video game, like when they really lent into the being in a video game thing. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I did too. That's why I thought it could have mm. they could have lent into it more, and mm. been more kind of like instead of just using it to their advantage when they wanted to bend physics. Yeah, they could have lent into it more and also had the inconveniences of that. Mm impact the more yeah there's another weird thing where nick jonas says oh i'm just thinking about what my parents went through because i was too scared to try and finish the game and you're like well no you couldn't finish the game because the other four players weren't here right there's a whole p- plot point about how you couldn't finish the game because the other four players and weren't yeah here. this is like there's there needs to be a, like a your, it's not your fault moment there right there isn't one because they never fucking follow through on anything <laughs> that's what i mean like they yeah, yeah. never follow through on things they don't ever like there's mm. no resolution for anything. It just frustrated me. Mm. It's just cheap laughs. Yeah, it, I mean, it is cheap. It's like it's crazy how much money this thing has made too. Like it, it just came. It came out like at the right time, just before Christmas, when people are starved for like things that they can watch with their kids and their mm. and that aren't you know going to be too taxing or um, you know that they, they know that they know it's relatively family friendly and they know it's going to be good entertainment and they can go to the cinema and have air conditioning for two hours. Yeah. And like, it's, it's sort of like inertia has seen this movie through a little bit. Yeah. They could have wrung real pathos out of Nick Jonas's character too. Cause oh my God. Was, yeah. His character was essentially Alan Parrish. Right. And he was he even introduced him with the very on the nose line. This is Alan Parrish's house. I'm just playing in it. Yes. Like they really could have. Um, and his setup was so similar. Also, the guy who picks up Jumanji on the beach and gives it to him, who is that? I assume it's his father. We never see that. We don't see his face. No, I know it's we don't. It's just like that well, was I weird. Well, I assume we don't see his face because we see his face at the end and he's a middle-aged man who's got a 30-something son and grandchildren. I assume that they wanted to use the same actor, but they didn't want to have to deal with the de-aging um, CGI. But they just put different actors in for everybody else. I know. It's it's not like the young actor looks like Colin Hanks at all. I was just waiting for a reveal at some point that, mm. like, he mattered. Like, that he was the bad guy from inside the game or something. Yeah. Would have been interesting. 
There's right. nothing. And it's just, it's more just, like, just, well, the last movie ended with it being buried on the beach. And the last yeah. movie ended with it being buried on the beach and two little girls picking it up. It's not even yes. like. I know. That's, so, the, that's and so, so it's the same beach, but it's a, it's this guy's dad picking it up. So I don't know. It could have been just his little sisters picked it up and yeah. wanted to play it with him and he took it away from them or something. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's so many ways of writing around things, mm. like r- writing this movie so that it was better. <laughs> Mm. And they just didn't bother, and that makes me frustrated. Mm. They have a good idea, but they don't get to the core of it. Yeah. And the characters are so tropey. <laughs> They're so tro- like the yeah. self-obsessed teenage girl, and the you know, and the by the way, very very attractive nerdy girl that like mm-hmm. <laughs> the you know the one who would in previous movies take off her glasses and shake her hair out. Oh, I know, um, right? But she nev- never has glasses or. Oh. Hair up in the first place. Yeah, I know. Like, she's in the tradition of um, she's we, all that. Yes, <laughs> like not not in the you know, yeah, but yeah. like in movie sense where they're just like, oh, she's so pretty. Yeah, yeah. Like I think the the blonde one is skinnier, but she's like unfathomably tiny. Yes. So that's the only difference between the two of them. She's skinny, and the blonde one is unfathomably skinny. Even Gillian Bell is bigger. Yeah, yeah, she is. So like it does, and Gillian Bell is also funnier. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but she looks so much like her that I actually mm. looked up afterwards to see if she was related to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She just was distractingly like her yeah. to me. But yeah, it it was. And it, it, they didn't even seem to try again mm. with her. Like they could have cast a fat girl as her. Mm. It would have been great to see the fat girl and the nerdy guy at the end hook up, or mm-hmm. you know, a girl who wears glasses and has awkward teeth or something would have made sense, more sense. Anything other than she's just pretty. Mm. And the you're a babe, own it bit. Mm. in game you're like is that really the point here Mm. is that really where we're going with her character yeah yeah i mean yeah other than like she has a slightly interesting looking face she's got a much more memorable face than the other girl like that's really all that makes her stand out yeah the other girl but the other girl is is so generic but also like kind of generic looking like she she could be about 10 other people who look like her and is also a better actress (laughs) well that's not really fair to say of this because we don't see a lot of them acting no, they, well, I mean, they really only get to do that last bit. Yeah. And the beginning. And the beginning, which is. To set up their characters in the most tropey forms. Yeah. Humanly possible. Yeah. Like the beginning's just like, we need to get these four in detention somehow. Shh. Like, let's, let's breakfast club these guys. Yeah. But with, um, with much less. Mark Evan Jackson through black backstories than that. Um, oh, yes. The, there's like all these amazing comedy actors in like tiny little, mm. um, cameos in this movie. Oh, and when Spencer's mum leaves at the beginning, remember the world is terrifying, I I love you, bye, I'm going away for three days. I know, right? (laughs) What is that? This is what I mean, the dialogue is so so bad. (laughs) And, like, the original Jumanji is a movie that just really connects, I think, with kids because they still pick it Mm. as a movie to watch. Yeah, right. And the CG is really bad. Oh, it's terrible. Like, I was so surprised when you told me that kids still watch the old Jumanji. Yeah. But it's really quite nice. It pushed this movie this in the welcome to the jungle movie out of my head when i watched it i watched it like 11 30 at night Mm. playing on my phone but it still was like it's a lot um it's a lot more memorable and it's all very like it's all really really clever like for example the lion the lion shows up first Mm. plays around for a bit and then typical cat fashion spends all day just laying on the mum's bed until somebody starts to play with a vine slash piece of string Mm. and the cat runs out like fun little like meta jokes like that which is so funny and it's just it 
it pulls together really. It's also got like some amazing act adult actors in it, mm. um, like pulling their weight. Um, yeah, Robin Williams and and Bonnie Hunt but, and um their mother, the Newworth, who's the aunt, Phoebe Newworth. That's who it is. Yeah. she is so great. Yeah, that I honestly thought that the Spencer mother character was calling back to her because she kind of looks a bit like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did, Phoebe Newworth yeah. was so she was really funny too. Mm, mm. Um, in the kind of straight woman role, and then there's the cop that like, and has there's to the, the Australian and... guy who's playing the colonial gut set. Oh the yeah, gun. He's, so... he's funny. He's the dad as well. Yes, he's, yes. Um, he also so plays that's the dad. in in um, that's like Peter Pan spirit, which mm-hmm. is calling back to Peter Pan. It knows Patricia it's... Clarkson shows up as um, Robin Williams's mother. Yeah, it knows its roots. Like it, mm. it looks back to things like Peter Pan and stuff, mm. and. Instead of just going, we have to breakfast club these kids yeah, or we have yeah. to Peter Pan this kid, it kind of brings those elements into yeah, it. Yeah, like, and it's got some issues with storytelling too, like the the convoluted way they've got to bring the parents back and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, silly and all. But um, it is extremely memorable. Like I saw this movie one time when I was 13 years old and I hadn't seen it again until last night, some 22 or so years later. And I had really like clear visceral memories mm. of the stampede through town. The cars stopped at the uh, Baby Newworth's car stopped at the lights. Of them jumping onto the chandelier at the end to get out of the water. Like I had really clear visual memories of this movie I'd seen one time. Yeah, um, it doesn't hurt that also Kirsten Dunst plays one of the kids. Yeah, but yeah. and um, she's really good. The memories I have of it. Probably unsurprisingly, uh, you know when the mosquito oh, God. <laughs> pokes down through the the giant, yeah, yeah. Mosqui- yeah, that was a big one for me. Of course, because um, I have a terrifying bug thing. Bug thing. Although I kept thinking whenever I saw Bobby, Bobby Cannavale in the new one, I was like, I am the bug man, cuckoo, cuckoo, which kind of just <laughs> made me laugh. But yeah, it was yeah. icky. I didn't yeah. like that. Um, and a few other, like the kid turning into the monkey when yeah, he yeah. was embarrassed about the tail. Yeah. I don't know because that's, to me, a really emotional moment. <laughs> well, the the mum, dad and the kids vibe of the original one works quite well. Like Bonnie Hunt and Robin Williams aren't their parents, but they are the parental stand-ins but for the movie. It's also they, funny because they're such bad parental right, stand-ins. Right, b- because Robin Williams has been in the jungle since he was 12 and yes. so, like, hasn't really learned how to be an adult. And Bonnie Hunt has, like, been absolutely traumatised by the fact that she saw him sucked into this game all that time mm. ago. So they all they all have to learn together, but, like, the adults and the kids kind of have to learn to work together in a, a really kind of good – it's a good one for, like, that tween age kids who kind of mm. want to get rid of the parents entirely where you see adults being messy but also helping kids and working with kids and mm. um, being fully human, which I think is a really nice um, – Nice part of it. Plus, it you, makes use of Robin Williams' strengths. We're yes. doing a full-on original Jumanji I'm sorry. We, we, we'll wrap up soon. Um, in, like, making him be both childlike mm. and this, like, sad, traumatized. Sad and traumatized. And, adult yeah. and funny. Like, yeah. it, he gets to do so many different things in it. Yeah. And then there's some, like, physical gag humor where they shoot the guy through some, some shelves and mm-hmm. he gets covered in paint and all that sort of stuff. And also, like, it even references the fact that it's a game because that guy is just fixated on killing Robin Williams and doesn't care about the other guys and things like that, you know. And the attacks are only sort of at certain times and stuff like that. And you have to... um, you And you can move on to the next one by having another turn, someone else roll a turn, yeah. Um, All that sort of stuff is quite interesting. I mean, the guy who who wrote Jumanji, his stick was writing... (laughs) 
games that come to life. He also mm. wrote Zathura. Oh, right. As books. And yeah, then yeah. people adapted them into films. Yeah. So that was his whole kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that he really thought through that stuff. Yes. Whereas they didn't get somebody who could think through all that stuff for Welcome to the Jungle. If they got some people who mm. were like were computer game experts or kids <laughs> in for Welcome to the Jungle to consult, it would have been, I think it could have just been a lot better. Right. They had a good cast. Why didn't they do that's I think more frustrating for me than anything. The writing is so bad and it really lets it down for me. Yeah. Okay. Um so yeah, we'll doesn't even really look that good. I mean it's, it's a bit very game me. Like it's very CG. Yeah, there are bits of it where the CG is not even that good though. Like flinging bodies around and stuff. Uh. But it, I'm like, oh look, it's CG Karen Gillan again. Like it's yeah. not even better than Legolas in Lord of the Rings from like two thousand and one. Yeah. And, yeah, the CG is the first thing to date in any movie. And they, like, made the effort of going to Hawaii to film on location. So Yeah, that stuff – I mean, yeah. that's the thing is because the location is so pretty, I think it really stands out when mm. the CG is not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were some shots where I was like, oh, that's where Lost was filmed. Yes, me too. I did exactly <laughs> the same thing. Like, I was like, I played golf there. Yeah. I guess if you're a teenager and you want to go see it, then yeah. go see it. Like, I don't see why you would see it otherwise. I, it's, I think it's good fun and perfectly non-taxing, like – entertainment especially if you are at the tail end of the school holidays and need a couple hours in the air conditioning when the weather's so hot but i don't think this is going to be uh, like it's up up there with the classics of um jumanji of, well no the classics of the i was gonna say the dwayne johnson oeuvre <laughs> so, <laughs> well it's um, not even as good as cia as no it's central not nearly as good as central intelligence and it's like not even not quite as good as say hercules um, which does lean into the tropiness. Yeah, that's funny because people hated Hercules more than they seem Except to hate. Except us. I think we that, loved it. I think people's expectations were so low that it just managed to exceed them somehow. Yeah. Whereas I've now heard that it's better than I thought it would be and so I saw it and I was like, it really isn't apart from maybe like Jack Black. Yeah. Like and he was pretty yeah. good. Pretty much, yeah. That That's another thing <laughs> that – Kevin Hart complains about his backpack and his hat and all that stuff. You're like, oh, you can just not wear it. You can just take it off. Right. It's a game. You'll have the stuff on you when you need it anyway. Plus, it would have been really good to see somebody actually run out of lives to see what was at stake. But anyway. Yeah. That's right. Because you don't know. Exactly. They could have just woken games, up in the real world. Well, in most games, if you die, you go back to the last save point. So, I would have liked – what I would have liked is a Not scene – Not from the 90s. I would have liked a scene where you get to – like where so- where somebody loses their life and they have to go back and play through to get like yes to- from the last save point and it's clear to us where the save points are because they talk about the different episodes so like I don't know they die in the helicopter one of them dies or two of them die and then they have to go back to like the- or-, or they have to go Sharon Gillan has to go back and learn to dance fight the guards and they have to get past the guards and then they have to pick the helicopter and they have to do the whole thing again mm. like you do in a real game that would be really fun you could even montage it or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah you would there's just so many ways to improve this yeah it's, um, it's Chris McKenna who wrote the script now oh, for this so Chris McKenna ah. you're on notice right because that was the worst part of it to me the director by the way Jake Kasdan is Lawrence Kasdan's son right but he's also pretty highly regarded he made what is widely considered to be the best like a rock and roll movie ever walk hard the Dewey Cox story <laughs> So, like, Lawrence – not Lawrence – Joe Kasdan is uh, – Joe – fuck, what's his – Jake. Jake Kasdan. Joe Johnson directed the first one. Um, like, Jake Kasdan's actually made some good films yeah. in his time. I Yeah, I yeah. think so too. I mean, I just don't think this is a very good one. No. Yeah, so wh- uh, what are you rating it? Mm, two stars. Sure. I'm going to give it 
three stars. Fair enough. Um, so, yes, thank you for listening to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. If you would like to find show notes or old episodes, they're on our website, silverscreenqueens.com. Uh, if you would like to find us on social media, we're at screen underscore queens on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash silverscreenqueens and tumblr.silverscreenqueens.com on Tumblr. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.